Soy Power Podcast is a free podcast made possible by the support of our awesome Patreon sponsors. Head to toypowerpodcast.com and see how you can help. Welcome to Toy Power, the podcast where we talk toys and everything pop culture. G'day, it's Trent here, and it is so wonderful to have you company today for episode 308. Today on the show, it's all about getting introspective as we look at the juggernaut toy property and cultural phenomenon Star Wars. We've got an hour to do it. Can we stick to the <laughs> timeline? No, we know we can't. There's no way that's happening. In the Toy Power studio, we've got Ben. G'day, g'day. Frank. Hello, hello. And Scotty. G'day. And back to tackle this juggernaut, we've got the the maestro, the 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 Star Don't Wars head at that. aficionado. We've got Nick is back. Welcome back to Toy Power. Hello there. And... Boy. Nice one. I'm I left it open oh, for yeah. you. <laughs> we, we've got a little my notes. <laughs> you know what I see when we when you do the hello there? I see you and McGregor. Yeah. Like even though really it was made famous by Alec Guinness. Yeah. Mm. Well, well, it was initiated by Alec Guinness. Mm. Alec Guinness. I think uh, Obi Wan made it famous. He owns it. He owns yeah. it. Yeah. And then they did it. They they memed their own thing in Kenobi, which was even more wonderful. Yes, <laughs> yeah, it's awesome. All right, now how are we doing this? There's a lot to tackle. Oof. Well, as you stated, this is the toy juggernaut. It's got to be the largest toy property ever, and I merchandise, mean, and merchandise, a hundred percent. So we will Rancho Obi Wan. I mean, like that's just <laughs> yeah, that's out of control. That's someone who thought they might tackle. And I think they've even, isn't it? He's they've even acknowledged. Well, he's acknowledged. Well, even, he's even like the fact that, you know, even if you're like, okay, I'm going to collect all the toys. No, he's gone and collected all the merchandise yes. as well, yeah. which is a whole kettle of worms and, and foreign release and <laughs> well, everything, know, which is just extremely uh, difficult, or if not impossible. Because no, it even, is impossible. Even yeah. with Masters, uh, I'm still finding out new stuff exists, you know, to this day. Even with uh, Davey's. Ninja Turtle collection, like he's still finding out there's not, you know, merchandise chopsticks, yeah, things for the turtles. Like it's just uh, astronomical, you know. Heaven forbid we talk about Hello Kitty next, like uh, that's probably, you know, next tier along Star Wars. It's Mm. just impossible to um, to map. If well, this... you, uh, if anyone out there listening is uh, aficionado on Hello Kitty, hit me up. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, yeah, they're out there. Um. This really wrote the rule book, didn't it, for modern merchandising. Mm. 78, we're talking, in terms of the toys, because they, as we famously know... Got to collect them all. Well, well, (laughs) they couldn't get them out in time because of the late... Pokemon, there's no one talking about. No, they've got to catch them all. Close enough. Okay. (laughs) Doesn't it say that on the back? We're going way over an hour. (laughs) (laughs) Collect all 79, it says. Collect them all. It it tells you. It's not a. It's a statement with an explanation mark. We had no other option. I know. I know. It wasn't. You have to. Hey, would you like to collect them all? Maybe as a thought. See if you can collect them all. Do you want to give it a crack? Question mark. Yeah. Yeah. I took that person. Yeah. Yeah. If you feel so inclined. 
back in the eighties, you could go to the toy store and you could buy every bloody figure off yeah, the shelf. Yeah, so, isn't that the truth? Yeah. Oof. Trent, tell us a story, please. How did this line start? <laughs> well, I mean, quite famously, Lucas was developing the film. And he, he as, you know, it was a big deal, right? There was a lot of secrecy around the special effects and, and the way they were doing certain things. So he held it back and he probably held it back a little bit too long. So the merchandising, when I think he went to Mattel, the, the likes of, you know, the big players. Yes, he did. And they just didn't have the time to make the figures. It, 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 there's a lead time. But they didn't production. believe in it either. Well, did they? Yeah. I, I don't know. I don't know. I think the the time factor was right. the biggest fact. I, I I got the impression when I first thought that they passed it up, but later I, I've discovered I don't think that's true. I okay. think they well in, in the sense they passed it up on the basis they couldn't put product out. And if you can't get product out, what's the point in, in of a having movie, a movie yeah, time? Yeah, in right? a movie what's year, and you don't yeah. even have six months later. Yeah, I mean, yeah, if it, yeah. if it's no one could have predicted it would become no, the juggernaut no. it became. Of course. Right? But obviously Hassan, Hassanfeld from, of Hasbro thought there was enough to it to... Kenner? Kenner. Yeah, sorry, yes. Kenner. This was Kenner. What was the name of the guy? The Bernie Loomis, was it? Bernie Loomis, right, of Kenner, thought there was enough in it to give it a crack and they did the early bird kit, right? So there's no product out but you could buy... A promise to get the action figures around Christmas mm-hmm. time. Plastic yep. box. Which which is now infamously <laughs> worth very yeah. hard to get. A lot of money, <laughs> right? The early bird kit, because a lot of people are nostalgic about that. So 78, we got our first toys. Now, three and three quarter inch is the is that pocket size scale, which gave us the ability to put them in Millennium Falcons, mm-hmm. TIE Fighters, X Wings, which I think was a huge part of this line. Yep. Yep. That was really, you know, yes, we love our Master of the Universe and we love the scale of the big chunky figures, but that gave us a toy Millennium Falcon, which, come on, like that... Wicked. ...is just, like, out of this world. Now, who here, you know, got into the toys? I know, you, Nick, you're a bit older. Scotty, you're a bit older, so you probably had more toys than we did. Uh, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, I had... Mountains, mountains of the toys. I have memories of Christmases and birthdays and just fistfuls of <laughs> carded figures <laughs> and delight of tearing them open and then just losing every weapon and accessory instantly <laughs> and just toys to play with. They mm. were so, so wonderful. It were, they were revolutionary. Three and three-quarter inch figure toys. They were great. I loved them. Yep. I wanted more. Yeah, I had, I had a ton of them as well and being – you know, same era as Scotty. Um, yeah, just the play sets as well. Just had a bunch of those. Had a ton of the figures every Christmas. I got a couple as well. And, yeah, they were just – they were great. They represented the movie. And you could play with them. You'd go outside and, you know, throw them in the dirt, throw them in the pool, do in the yep. bath, whatever you yep. were doing. But, um, yeah, weapons, yeah, ridiculous. Well, see, this, <laughs> and this is the thing. I've said this before. I didn't even realise – a lot of these actually came with weapons until I was a lot older. Yeah. Like I just have no memory of the weapons. I just thought they all just came with, you know, like my Obi-Wan had an extendable lightsaber, which promptly was pulled out. And But I remember that bit, you know, and that, that was clearly there was, mm-hmm. a, there was a hole, so you knew there was yeah, something yeah. that went there. But, you know, like we've got what, – what, uh, is it the B-Wing pilot who's uh, the red guy from Return of the Jedi? Yep. Is that B-Wing pilot? Yep. He's in red. He's got the helmet. 
And he comes with the smallest pistol you can imagine. I had him as a kid. I never remember that pistol. It was just, I mean, I might as well just yep. given it, might as well just open up the vacuum cleaner, <laughs> got the bag and just put it in there. Just carbon that's fodder. Where, yeah, 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 that's where you're going to go. That's where you're going to end up. Um, but one thing, look, I know, you know, when Masters came along, this is 82, got a lot of praise for its action features, right? But I'm going to tell you something about action features in Star Wars. The the biker scout, the 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 bike, like yep. you know, the the blast apart act like to to mirror those pivotal scenes mm-hmm. on Endor with mm-hmm. the, the speeder bike chase and they, they all blow up, right? They go into trees and they're exploding. Like that to build that into the the feature is genius, mm. right? Like and, and I think the figures themselves don't have a lot of the features because of the three and three quarter inch the scale. You know, you got a bit of it with the extendable lightsaber stuff. But on the vehicles is really, I think, where they came into the playability. There was sound on the Falcon. It did have it sound. It did have it sound on the Falcon, it. so that was an early release. Yep. I remember clearly I had the cardboard Jawa sand crawler right. on the base and that had a little, you could move um, R2 up and down from, um, you know, there's a little hole in the middle of it and you could see R2 through there and you could roll it down like a um, es- an escalator. Escalator? No, elevator. Elevator, Sorry. Yep. yep, so down down he went and that was the play thing there. I had Dagobah as well from yep. Empire and that had a foam hole in it where you could um, lose R2 again. Again, obviously they're targeting the poor droid for some reason. <laughs> and then you had Yoda's hut. So there was, there was little play features in those. You're right, the figures weren't, they weren't doing much, but the 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 toys and the 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 playsets and stuff that came with them were fantastic. And I yes, do a lot of nostalgia with those ones and remembering them definitely. The the fact that the um the spring mechanism on the uh mon- the monsters like the Tonton and stuff you could yes. put the characters yes. in there. Oh yeah, split. Uh, so that was kind of cool. Yeah. Well, it's I, like yeah, I mean to get around the fact that they weren't going to straddle mm, a yeah. beast, right? Very clever to. Actually, just inserted yep. into Pull the actual out. body. Correct. Yep. So very, very cool. Um, Scotty. Now, we actually have jumped way, way ahead of schedule okay. here. Oh, we yeah. haven't even outlined the laws or the rules that we follow for an introspective. <laughs> well, tell us the rules, and then we'll, we've done. Then a we bit. can break. We, yeah. We've only got an hour. So. <laughs> what we're going to do? Obviously, as we said, this is a juggernaut. It's well out of control. So we've got to be very focused on what we talked about tonight. So the three toy lines that we're going to discuss okay. and put our feelings out. Three, yeah. Uh, the vintage, vintage Kenner toy line. Yes. We're then going to do the '90s Power of the Force two line. And of course, the current Star Wars Black Series. Okay, yeah, good call. So that's what we're going to. There's plenty about. else out there. Just three right. little lines. It's what's. Well, <laughs> yep. It's nothing. Why are, are you they? collecting those figures? lines, Frank? I know, right? I've got <laughs> heaps of room now. That I'm I've got a lot of love for the um, Galoob kind of MicroMasters. What were they called? Oh, um, Action oh, Fleet. Action yep. Fleet. That came around Power of the Force. A lot of love for those vehicles mm. and the little minifigures. So we, we could go into all sorts of lines, but we're being very strict now. I collected Three. coffee cups, frosted yeah. glassware, mm. you you name it, mate. It was anything with Star Wars printed on it, Star Wars adjacent. It was on the same shelf as a Star Wars item. I just purchased all of it as a, as a teenager. It was same. insane. Yep. Yep. No, but anyway, back to the introspective. Uh, this is all about our thoughts and feelings around... The, the the lines that we're going to talk about, but we're going to start with some 
basic facts and figures and some dates. Okay. So the vintage kennel line started back in – it was proposed in 77 and we saw, saw those first figures come out in 78 and, of course, over 79. There were three waves for A New Hope, Star Wars, that film, consisting of 21 figures. The next film was, of course, Empire Strikes Back. There were six waves released – that didn't initially close the door because George saw the amazing dollar value from these toys and he wanted to put out some extra figures which were called the Power of the Force. And these were a follow-on from the Return of the Jedi figures. They were released in 85. Uh, my research says there's 15 figures, but I've always led to believe there were 17, 17, 17 figures. Yeah. The so, last 17, yeah. last 17. Uh, Did they all come with coins or just... Yeah, I do remember the coins on some of the packaging, but not all of them. Okay, all of them. right. No, and there were there were mail away coins as well. Oh, okay, is that right? Yep. Yeah, there were extra coins. There was, of course, the famous Yak Face figure, which was a a mail away, and unbelievably not available in the US of all the places in the world not to yep. put a figure out. <laughs> yes. So there we go. Those are the facts and figures and the dates for this particular toy line. Was he available in Australia? Yes. You yeah. could mail away cool. and, uh, okay. and, and yep. get him. Yeah, Is there a carded yak face? Yeah, yep. I had one. Right. Wow. So how did you I, come across that? I got it in my when I was um, selling my mate's toys. I had a tri-logo oh, wow. yak face on card, no coin. Right. Yeah. Yikes, that's a dollar value. It was. <laughs> it was. It was ridiculous what I sold it for at the time and it's probably triple that now. But, yep. yeah, it, there was a carded one. I'm not sure if there was a you can bring wow. up. Yeah, um, Trent, Trent's a bit stunned. <laughs> I think you missed it when you. Oh no, I wouldn't. Have, I wouldn't have. But I, I don't really I collect. Him, but I think seeing, you it, seeing it, seeing it, yes, yeah, yeah, I wouldn't yeah. have been able to afford it. Yeah, um, I need yeah. my kidneys. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but yeah, no, there was a cut of one. It was at least. Well, I have seen one. Had one in hand. It was real, and it was a tri logo. So most likely Canadian. Right. Okay. Wow, that's insane. Yeah. To think of something like that just. Floating around in somebody's yeah. collection. Trent's, um, Trent's actually speechless. Yeah. He's, he's just well, like, he doesn't have a story for it. Well. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't. I don't. Um, so, Trent, you collect these now. You have got a full run of the. Well, I, well to say, uh, there's a guy called, and this might give me a little grief in the collectible circles, but there's a guy called Stan Solar, and he does reproductions. And they're, they're labelled, and, and he's. He can be a bit divisive, I think, from what I understand. There's politics, obviously. Star Wars, there's going to be politics. And when you're doing <laughs> reproduction, so I think the, the, the backstory is he essentially goes out to proper factories. So factories overseas and using the moulds, they produce these figures like they would in any other toy factory. Now, it doesn't say Kenner 1978 on there. Mm. It says Stan Solo on there. So you can you can tell what are reproductions, but to round out a lot of my last seventeen, I did get the reproduction Stan Solo. But I do, yeah. So I've got a, almost a, a sort of complete line. Um, what I look what, there, there was it's sort of this weird phenomenon I think in collecting circles where you have these toys as kids, and you love them and you play with them. And Star Wars, what I'll say about Star Wars is, you know, I didn't have a VHS player till I reckon the nineties. So the only time I would get to watch Star Wars was when it was on TV. Mm. So what do you do when it's not on TV and you can't just go and put it on? You, you, you're so engrossed by this world that's being created. 
your toys are the way to play that out, to to recreate the feelings yep. that you had. So it, it's it's interesting because you look at them by today's stand, you go, well, they're not that they're not that detailed, or they don't really look like the character. But it's that emotional connection. It's that it, it's it's Star Wars embodied in physical form that you could then continue the stories. So that's very special. But then you, as a collector, you generally go through and you go, oh, the, the, the new Power of the Force figures are out. And they, albeit, were very buff at the start. You know, they're, they're a bit more detailed. Obi-Wan is actually dressed in the right colours this time round, And, you know, they don't have the problems where they were referencing grainy photo stock images to make the toys. They didn't know what the names were. Walrus Man. I mean, like, hmm. you know, when, when did he become Ponda Bubba? You know, these sort of things. Hammerhead. But, yeah, Hammerhead. What, like, about, just give him a, what about that blue character? That was, they didn't even yeah, get the height right. right. You know, yeah. like all these sorts of yeah. things, which at a point you go, oh, well, I'd much rather the more accurate thing. But then you almost come full circle, which what I've done. Yeah. And go, it's, it's the yep. charm. Yep. And I've certainly in the last couple of years come back to Star Wars and vintage Star Wars. And what I love, probably my favourite modern Star Wars toys they're releasing. And I've loved the Black Series and I've really enjoyed the the detail. But it's the retros. It's the it's those figures from the Mandalorian or the figures from whatever, you know, show they're doing, is it Obi-Wan, done as if they were Kenner, five yep. articulated point mm-hmm. figures. And I every time I get them, I keep one on the card and open one and put them with my loose characters. This is what it would have been like if they'd kept sure. on doing those. So I'm loving that. So I look I I love the quaintness and the simplicity of a lot of those figures and the fact they they they're good enough I think as as Nick said they're good enough to represent the characters without being slavishly accurate and 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 highly detailed like we get with black series. What about you Nick? Do you have any memories from your childhood around these toys? I've got good and bad. Um yeah, I the all the good ones is I had them as a kid and that was my main toy line and had probably about 50 of them um, and, yeah, just had them forever, really enjoyed them, played around with them all the time, probably lost half the weapons, had a bunch of play sets, didn't have too many vehicles though but, um, yeah, in the, the, the horror story that goes with it is that at 12 I sold them all for like, I think I had 50 of them, I sold them for $15. So I could go to the royal show. Oh no! The lot say, for fifteen dollars. A lot for fifteen dollars. Oh. I think there's some transformers in there as well. Um, <laughs> and uh, yeah, to go to the royal show and buy a, uh, a buy, five dollar yeah. show bag. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, and and what has happened from that is I have not gone back to the royal show. Since, yeah, since oh. 1988. Is that right? Is that you, I'm that bitter. Wow. And it hasn't changed since 1988. No. They no. still do the same car <laughs> trick. And- yeah. So I haven't actually, wow. yeah, I have never been back and my kids go, come on, let's go to the show. I go, no. <laughs> no, we're not going. Um, saying all that, back in the, oh, I'm going to say, what was it, 23, so at late 90s, we'll say, um, around the time of uh, Power of the Force 2, I went back and started collecting them. Um, I worked in a collectible store and had access to people who were into that and I was just around the traps with everyone and then started getting them again and again and that that was a representation of my life of Star Wars. So, yeah, I was able to collect a whole ton of them again, even some of the um, the last 17, which was pretty cool, um, but then sold them as well but for a lot more money. But yep. I was I sold them to Movie Maniacs, as been mentioned on this store, uh, yep. store mm-hmm. show before, um, and I used them to move out of home. 
Nice. So yeah. I guess yeah, that's, yeah, that's yeah. a positive. Yep. But um, now I'm, I'm pretty covered with the um, Black Series and so there is an inkling to collect something else. Yep. Um, and I keep seeing these original ones and I'm just, yeah, not sure whether or not. I, I do want to grab them again and I do like the idea again with the retro. I'd love them to bring out. The, the retro ones go so well with the current one, these, um, the original ones. So, yeah, I would be tempted to sort of start again. But cash is another thing. They're, they're priced. I think I've sort of priced out of the market now. Um, so I might just have to, you know, love them from afar. Mm. But, yeah. I, I, so I have collected them twice. Mm. Will there be a third? Of course. <laughs> I, I was saying to Davey yes, uh, yeah, a couple of days ago um, it's just yeah it, you guys influence a lot of purchases there's there's little little collections in my rooms with that are very toy power influenced so yeah maybe you guys will suck me into this one <laughs> maybe when you hear yourself back you'll be like oh that Nick guy's pretty cool yeah. maybe I should uh he yeah. sounds like he needs to collect more stuff. Yeah, yeah. Hit vintage. Yeah. Yeah. Well, he did say a couple of episodes ago that if you get one figure in a line, you can pulse two. What if I were to give you my uh, X-Wing Luke well, here, mate? He, he is my favourite character and probably my favourite figure as a kid because um, I've got I've got the helmet. Um, a couple of times even sadly I've tempted to buy the orange jumpsuit. Oh, I, I wouldn't. Sure. I wouldn't. I don't think I'd ever cosplay it because I don't think it's that's my thing. But just having the outfit probably just hanging in the wardrobe would be cool. But mm. yeah, <laughs> that is that is the figure that would probably start it all. So don't give it to me. <laughs> <laughs> my wife might listen back to this. <laughs> all right. What about you, Ben? Do you have any? Oh, dude, I, I I'll be honest. My first uh, Star Wars figure wasn't until the Black Series, and uh, it wasn't until I bought. Darth Maul, I think, was the the first run of uh, Black Series. Picked that up at Toy World. I thought uh, I saw it there. Went, you know, out, and then came back and bought it. And then I bought the um, Stormtroopers and things like that. And I just went on and I started collecting all the villains and things, you know, trying to build up the uh, bounty hunters. But then I was like three or four away from the completing the set, and they were all exclusive and stuff. And I was like, oh, stuff this. And I was uh, trying to really hone in on my collection habits and I sold them all and people were uh, patting me on the back th- saying thank you for such good bargains, you know, mm. those first orange run uh, dots, uh, yep. you know. And, um, yeah, so th- that was I, nothing against Star Wars at all, but uh, I, I just didn't buy the toys at all. Uh, I remember going to a friend's house when I was a kid and he had uh, a metric shit ton of of the figures, uh, beasts, everything, wow. and just amazing. And then I caught up with him years later, and he had like uh, that much again of Ninja Turtles, um, <laughs> you know, photos. Of, uh, I don't know where those photos went, but yeah, like the biggest collection of that era of Ninja Turtles I've ever known someone to have. Uh, so mad respect to um, to him. Uh, but yeah, aside from that, like my little brother got the gold versions of the VHS, the three-pack, the trilogy for his birthday, and he watched them back-to-back, you know, every single day, you know. And I never forget one specific memory, like he's watching one of the, you know, battle scenes in space or something and 
Dad's like, oh, it's getting to six o'clock time for me to sit down and watch the news. You know, <laughs> Andrew, you're going to have to get off the TV. I'm going to watch. And he's like, no, no, I need to watch this. And I remember Dad turning around being like, oh, okay. And then be like, hang on a second. You've watched this. <laughs> like, you, you, you're watching this on the weekend. You've watched it every night after school. And now you, you know wanted, what's going to happen. Know, you, you need to turn it off and give me the TV. Like there was a, but there that, was a moment that where three like, second yeah. moment of hesitation. Like, oh, yeah, I can't understand. Uh, Dad turning. <laughs> So that that sticks in my mind so clearly, uh, one of those classic stories. But, yeah, Andrew collected uh, a lot of the Power of the Force because that was his era um, of new buying them straight off the pegs mm-hmm. uh, while I was into the other aliens the you know, and Predator toys that Kenner was releasing uh, for that uh, genre of films. So, um, yeah, you know, we just went our separate paths and uh, he got the action fleets and things, the micro machines, and that, but uh, yeah, I have more memories of that collection uh, in our household than probably anything else. Um, yeah, Master mm-hmm. Frank. A, yeah, um, look, as I've said a, a number of times, I I'm a Star Trek kid as opposed to Star Wars, and Very I can sad. Yeah, I can blame my mother for that. She was that was her. She was a big fan of uh, the older Leonard Nimoy and that sort of era of Star Trek, so that rubbed off on me. But um, I ended up with a, a number of the toys, and I don't I don't have any clear memories of buying them or anything. The one that sticks out to me, which is a total oddball figure, and I think it's the medical droid. It's mm-hmm. a two one B. He's he's like got the aquamarine yep. blue, and he had a little thing that you could plug into his like mouth where his mouth would be. And a baton, um, which I'm sure you lost yeah. fairly early on. Yeah, I didn't know it came with a baton <laughs> yeah. until uh, that, until that point. That was the one that I, I somehow had. I had a Yoda at, at some point. Um, yeah, they're just they're just things that seem to appear mm-hmm. in my collection yep. um, over the years. Not a huge amount. Um, and yeah, I, I think for me, I, my first real big toys were, as we've said many times before, it was He-Man and Transformers. So then I looked at, and they're these big, bulky sound waves and and you know muscle men. And and then I looked at these little Star Wars things. And I liked the movies. I'd seen the movies. You know, the the VHS was definitely worn out at, at my place. But I'm like, when it came to toys. I'm like, uh, not for me. Basically, from a purely aesthetic point of view, Darth Vader was cool. I, you know, who didn't want to be a stormtrooper? All those sorts of things. Um, but yeah, so from a, a toy line, but to Ben's point, you're everyone, every, even if you didn't have them as a kid, everyone had that friend who had a whole lot of stuff, had the Millennium Falcon. You'd go over, oh, how cool is this? Blah, blah, blah. And I, I distinctly remember it was my next door neighbor actually. And he had, he had Brave Star. He had a whole bunch. He had, you know, Pirate Lego and he had a, the Millennium Falcon, which I just thought was like super cool. But you know, mum's like, well, what are you going to choose? Are you going to choose Millennium Falcon or are you going to choose Soundwave? And I was like, mm, I'm going to go Soundwave. I'm sorry. Um, so, yeah. So I have memories of it but not in my own personal collection really. Uh, for me, this is this is the toy line of my childhood. Mm. This is what defined me as a kid. Uh, my clearest and happiest memory of collecting Star Wars would have been probably Christmas 80 or 81. We went up to my grandparents' house and wrapped up as a as a bundle package was a dozen of these figures, <laughs> and uh, I can vividly remember uh, X Wing Luke, who's actually here on the table tonight. Um, That's your childhood one. That, that is my That's childhood nice. One. Oh, wow, yeah, wow, man, looks uh, same, same with the um, 
the the Hoff Trooper. He's from my um, my childhood as well. Uh, I can like Greedo. Uh, there was Jawa, Darth Vader. Just all these figures wrapped up. Uh, it's just it, it's goosebumps. Mm-hmm. Like to to think back on that. That it's such a defining part of my life was right there at that moment, that Christmas day, to receive those toys. And they meant the world to me. I looked after them. Uh, of course, mm. I lost all the accessories and weapons <laughs> straight away. But I looked after those figures. Uh, I still have the vast majority of them uh, at, at home uh, as a part of my collection. And I, I have, if I find a better quality version of it, I will do the upgrade. But that original figure of mine goes back into, into storage. It doesn't, yeah. it doesn't disappear. It doesn't go anywhere. This was magic for mm. me. I was jealous of anybody who had an X-Wing or a TIE Fighter or a Millennium Falcon. Uh, I, I wanted to go to your house. I wanted to play with that toy, that accessory. I didn't want to interact with you. I wanted to play with your toy. That, that's where I was there. You're just there. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. Um, I had a lot of stuff from Empire Strikes Back. I had the, the Tauntauns. I had the Imperial base that, for whatever reason, the Imperials were the ones defending in the base yep. and being attacked of by the British. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't get the memo of what, yeah. what actually was happening in that battle. Go and watch the movie, for God's sakes. Um, wonderful. I've still got that as well, by the way, like uh, the complete base. So it is just such a special tie line uh, for, for, for me. Well, we go around the room. We take a score of nineteen from everybody before we move on to the next uh, to the next toy line. Ben, oh, what do you want to give us a score? This is so hard because yeah. I have no no nostalgic ties except for playing with them at friends' house. Mm. Uh, but I can see, you know, the the world today of toys wouldn't be the same if it wasn't for original Kenner Star Wars toys and. Uh, my, you know, my love and passion for the Kenner brand, the other franchises that Kenner has had under their um, banner wouldn't be the same if they didn't have the Star Wars license to build up on them. So I've got to give it with a, you know, pinch of salt in that regard. So I'm going to give it 15 out of 19. Uh, uh, but, you know, knowing that I never actually ha- had any of them, uh, the only I did re- have a memory, uh, my sister found Yoda when she was doing some house renos and things. Uh, so the little Yoda without his snake or anything scared the living, you know, daylights out of her. And uh, my brother, mum and dad had a uh, rental property, like a unit, and through um, his height of, um, you know, watching the Star Wars films and collecting Powers of the Force, he went around there for an inspection with dad and the guy had a cupboard, like a, just a bookcase with um, original uh, Kenner Star Wars figures on them, including the um, Scout Trooper with the sp- speeder bike. Is that what it's called? The bike yeah. uh, that you talked about with the um, action feature and he uh, act- and, and box ones and things. And he gave Andrew an original, that, that, that whole set, the, um, oh, wow. the uh, bike and the, um, the trooper. No gun, obviously, because that's just micro, you know, size. So, yeah, he, he had that and I always appreciated that because it was um, – so that's probably the closest thing mm. I had to those, mm. the toy line in general, uh, playing with them in my own, you know, under roof. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, look, I'm pretty similar to Ben in that <laughs> I didn't have a lot of um, nostalgia for it myself. Um, but, yeah, it, it – single-handedly changed the face of, of toys as, as we know them now. And, 
you know, um, last time I got in trouble for giving grief to a 3.75-inch line, <laughs> it turned into a whole thing. So I'm going to give this line the respect it deserves. It's it's a 16 out of 19 for me. What about you, Trent? Look, I, I love this line. Um, probably not Nick and Scotty to the level that you guys did. My older brother was my gateway in, um, but a lot of – a lot of really sound memories. I'm going to give it a 17. Nick? Um, nostalgia wins on this one. There was, you know, the ships, the places, the vehicles. One thing we didn't mention was, like, the guns, the lightsabers. I had oh, yeah, I had a Spiker Scout gun. I had Han Solo's gun. I had Vader's. It was just a basically big handle with yep. a plastic tube. Because it didn't it wasn't <laughs> telescopic. No, it was just it was, <laughs> yeah. Um but if you waved it it made a funny wind sound uh, sound. Um but yes I did love them and enough to sell them for fifteen dollars and then get them again. But um no they they were the representation of my favorite films. They were my thing as a kid along with Lego as well. So um yeah probably a seventeen out of nineteen. Um Again, as also with what Ben said, it did set a bit of a pre- – so looking at it now, it did set quite the precedence for future figures and, and that was the baseline of where to go from. So, yep, 17 for me. This is my childhood in a nutshell and it's it's easily a 19. I still love it today. Mm. I still collect it today. Um, and I just want to go back to that Christmas morning at my grandparents' yeah. place and just enjoy the experience of opening those toys all over again. That's a hell of a haul. Like, <laughs> yeah. All right, moving on. Our second toy line is the 90s Power of the Force 2 because we've already used the term. Yes. The that's Force. right, technically. That's <laughs> right. Yes. Uh, now, this is famously the, the reinterpretation of the Star Wars line but with Arnold Schwarzenegger's body type <laughs> for all the figures that were released. Um, they initially came out. In 95 and 96, and these were the red carded. And we got 26 figures with variations, and there were extensive variations in this initial run. You got figures with three stripes on the belt, two stripes on the belt. You got figures with <laughs> Nick's having flashbacks. Oh, uh, yeah, that was long lightsabers, short lightsabers, short lightsabers with long bolded trays to hold the long lightsabers. Oh, wow. Uh, the story behind. The change of the lightsabers, when you have a lightsaber that is actually longer and taller than the figure, <laughs> when it stands there and holds the lightsaber out in front of it, it topples, it topples over. Topples forward. over. Yeah. So there was a correction to shorten the lightsabers, still keep them pretty decent size, but so your figure would not fall over. Yep. Uh, then we travelled into 97 through to 99. This is the green carded Figures and they did a run of thirty figures in the original green cards, and then they did the frame, the freeze frame on the green cards. Additional thirty figures came out. Then there were a slew of deluxe figures: two packs, three packs, visual effects packs, creature packs. You name it, it came out. Like this is when Star Wars became. The the monster monster juggernaut in terms of getting toys out volumes of toys, mm. we had Shadows of the Empire toys come out in this range as well, and they were just a wonderful wonderful tie into that storyline and that video game. 
non-movie property that we yeah. got. That yeah. was really awesome. Books. It was everything yeah. but a movie, essentially. Yeah. It mm. was. It was absolutely Video insane. game. Yep, yeah. yep. Yeah. Uh, at this point in time, Hasbro owned the toy line, the Star Wars merchandise toy line, but they continued to use the Kenner name That's on right. these figures. So I've got some Power of the Force uh, red cards here, and they should have Kenner written they on do. them. They do, yep. Very prominent as well. Yep. And you can see the beefy, beefy versions of each of the figures in there. <laughs> Wonderful, beautiful card. This art. looks like a, an orange jumpsuit, like like – Sprayed like on. a superhero sprayed on, you can see yeah. the muscles it's, it's and everything. It's Schwarzenegger. It's Stallone. <laughs> it's Star Wars He-Man. Yep. Well, clearly they were influenced by the superheroes of the yeah. of the time and the He-Man figures because it's a big departure from the physique of the of the originals. Yep. And and it's it's sort of it's laughable now. And I think as those lines went on, they became more realistic. I think as as they did power of the down force over too. Time. Yes, yes, they sort of slimmed yes. down over time. I, I was reading actually. I got I cracked open a um. This is I I'd love to know where this has gone, but like just on that point on variants, right? I cracked open um Lee's toy review, one of those magazines from the time, so from late nineties, and I turned to a page, and it or s- several pages in fact, and it had all the Star Wars figures from 78 to wherever they were up to and all the prices for the figures, right? So even back then, this was, so, so call it late 90s, you'd look at the last 17 and they were they were valuable even back then. And then I noticed Boba Fett and, and, and it was Boba Fett and it had about eight different variants, full circle on the glove, half yep. circle on the glove, you yep. know, line here, line there, yep, right? Geez. But the crazy, the crazy <laughs> thing was, like, this just blew my mind. One of them, and then it was like it had combinations, like pick this one. If you've got any three variations, it's worth this much. If you've got four paint variations, it's worth this much. And anyway, one of one of these combination variations was late 90s, something like two, three thousand dollars for a for a in the in their magazine, this was the value they placed on it for a relatively modern Power of the Force 2 variation of Boba Fett. It seemed insane to me that uh, that anyone would want to pay three thousand dollars <laughs> just because I've racked up six of the eight variations on a particular it's, it's figure. It's Boba they Fett were, bingo. It was, <laughs> they, they, were, they were inconsequential. <laughs> they were they were whatever production errors or whether they were intentional, I don't know. But they were they were so inconsequential. Who gives a crap? Whether you've got the six variant Boba, that, that, anyway, that's the way I would have thought of it. Did get pretty nuts. <laughs> right. It did, and and that's actually something extreme I didn't know of. But I do right. remember the lightsaber. Um, I mean, Scotty, you, you and I being one year apart, that was at least for me. I had I'd finished school, uni was probably finished, and I had my own cash, so I was I had money to burn. I was still at home. I was paying maybe terrible amount of small board. So I could just burn back on whatever I wanted to. And, um, yeah, I just remember those toys with all the different variants and all that sort of stuff. And I'm wondering how much that's influenced this whole variant thing mm. and all that sort of thing that's going on, Whether like, which would mean do the Marty McFly and go back and burn them all <laughs> really quickly because it does my head in. But, yeah, the, the whole variant was a thing and I got latched into that as well at the time because it was quite easy to pick them up off the shelves. And so if you could go to Toys R Us or or... or um, Meyer or whatever at the time and see 
oh, my God, there's the long lightsaber one. Yeah. You'd grab it off yep. the shelf because there was this false, oh, my God, it's much more, it's rarer, it's more expensive, it's a variant. And, yeah, but who cares? Yeah. Really, <laughs> in hindsight. That, that's what uh, yeah. it felt like for some of these variants. It's like, yeah, fine, it's a variant. Sure, if you know, in 78, those variants now. They've gone crazy but, yeah, too, yeah. But, but <clears throat> they weren't, in my mind, in 78, they weren't manufacturing variants for the sake of it. Like no. they were production issues or, yeah. you know. Well, this, the vinyl Cape Jawa right. is, like, you know, well, one that, of the most classic, famous, right? yeah. you know, they, variants. They considered yeah. it to be too cheap looking, so they bulked it up with the cloth Cough goods, on. right? Yeah. That, that's clearly, so they're not sitting there going, let's let's make a, let's get these collectors in a frenzy and put out a vinyl cloth, mm. you know, Jawa. Not the case. The, the idea of kind of going, let's put three stripes on his leg and do 20 of those, like that's just. No, nah, that's, that's, that's just, that's just that's my just... shift at the uh, painting ops <laughs> yeah. on a Friday a afternoon night. looking yep. forward to uh, five o'clockers, you know. Yeah. <laughs> uh, look, the, 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 I have very, and I, I might have talked about it, I have a very, very strong connection with Power of the Force 2 in that I was in John Martin's, so the very, very iconic store here in South Australia that closed, what, late 90s? Would have been... 98? 98, I reckon. Yep. So I remember being there when this line debuted and I was going in to check out Nintendo sort of stuff, so whether they had the um, 64 out yet or it's coming out or around that time. Was going in mainly to check out video games and would go and see the the toys that they had on their, their pegs. And I remember seeing this for the first time and... Having that connection with my brother, Star Wars, we loved it, watched it together, played with the toys. I was a 95. He would have been year 12. So I remember I've come I've come back and I've gone, oh look, they've got these they've got these Star Wars figures. And it felt really weird to kind of want to buy toys at that age. Like mm. you know, toys are for kids. And, and I just remember saying, um, <laughs> do, do you reckon you'd want these? And he was like, uh, oh, you know. Like Star Wars, I'm going to get him. I'm going to get him some of these for Christmas, right? Like we get each other Christmas presents. Mm. Got my own money. It's not weird if I buy it as a present. Like that's that's all cool. So I got him uh, Han and Darth Vader from that first Power of the Force, and I remember him opening them out of the wrapping, and there they were, card. And, and he was, you know, should I open these or should I leave them on the card? Like, you got to leave them on the card. Like we're we're like mature, <laughs> we're mature collectors, and he's like, nah. I'm opening them, so like, yeah, ripped them open and put them put them on display, and that that was almost like it validated it that it was okay to do. And then you know I got to find a Boba Fett because I love Boba Fett, so I went out looking for this you know Boba Fett, and I got quite a few Power of the Force too. And funnily enough, I reckon there was a, a moment where I was collecting them all mint on card, and I reckon I had a conversation with the brother, and I just went, you know what. They're everywhere. You can get these things. They're not going to be valuable. I'm just going to crack them. So I cracked them. I made a little wooden um, stand with little peg holes and I had my, had them all lined up, including the, I think it was the Luke with the Stormtrooper helmet. He was in the Stormtrooper yeah. outfit and the helmet. And that was one that obviously never got. Yep. Super rare. Still don't have it. Last 17. I've got the repro. Yeah. Last 17. And the my, the excitement on my brother that when he came around, I showed him the the vintage one of these. But like, so that that has a lot of very strong memories 
it then dovetailed eventually into 99 and the whole Phantom Menace saga and debacle of what because I went I went nuts on Phantom Menace like I'm like, I'm all in I'm all in 20 bucks Toys R Us I'm going in and then I think it was um there was the store where Greenlight is now and I don't know or if it was even where was it? I just remember so I know this I just remember it was one of the Adelaide collectible stores and they it was a, it was open around the time of Phantom Menace was it was Peter or whoever it was? And it was like I couldn't get that one in Toys R Us, which is where I'd get most of them for. And they were stupidly expensive, really. But they've got the destroyer droid with the battle damage on the leg, and I can get that for twenty five dollars. So I was just paying Jeez. stupid amounts for nineties uh, money. And, and yeah, and I need yeah, it was where all my money went. But so so there's a bit of bitterness in the Phantom Menace space because I got. Everything Phantom Menace, and then I kind of pulled out for Attack of the Clones and just got the core characters. And then by Return of the Sith, I, I wasn't into it at all. Um, but Power of the Force 2, just fond memories of... It, it, it was really a driver to get me back into toy collecting. So the, the other thing to remember is that we had a gap there from 85 to 95 of no yep. Star Wars toys. Prior to these... I think maybe six months or a year before we had the Bendems. Yes. They were the first I was that pretty that came awful, out. They, they were terrible. Yeah. And they were just like those stretchy things which have seemed to come back. There's a lot of them in Toy World at the moment. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, there was such a big gap. So this also just fueled things, which it also tied in with the special edition releases of the movies. Yeah, I was going to say that, yeah. yeah. <clears throat> which were huge. And it just it hit me. Just I think I was at the right age as a young adult like 20 ish yeah 20 and it was just like yep money money to spend yep the movies are out star wars is back i was it, it and the same thing has happened now it's like 20 25 years later for the same kids it's like it's that 20 year loop that they tend to seem to do or 10 year mm-hmm. loop um that they do that just seems to work so yeah that was the other thing i think it just got people back in that yep. it was just, just the right time the right time yeah yeah and a decent gap yeah, for me, I, I think these are the toys that my brother had, so I'm uh, quite nostalgic for these. I don't mind the buffness of them like because that's all I knew. You know, I mm-hmm. touch these toys a lot and I'd be like shaking my head, why do you want Han men when there's, you know, other alien characters and the bad guys and the Imperial characters and... He, you know, he got the Death Star Gunner, like with that really sleek uh, yes. looking, and I thought he was so cool. He was a <laughs> really wicked uh, character. Um, yeah, uh, he had that red and black scout uh, bounty scout tr- guy from the. Um, he came with his own scout bike, bounty bike yeah, or whatever. I know that, one. that was from Shadows of the Empire. Yeah, Shadows of the Empire. So Sweet Andrew uh, Sweet, yeah. used to play the hell out of the game. Yeah, I read the books and things and just got sucked into the Dark Horse lore yep. and read all the um, tales of the bounty hunter. So mm-hmm. all my uh, you know ideas of the trajectory of Boba Fett came from those storybooks and things. So. Uh, you know, it built my law around those premises and those stories, which are fantastic and still, in my opinion, better than the, what they're telling, you know, on the TV screen today. Uh, but, like, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm looking at the figures on the table. This what, what, hammerhead guy with the big, huge gun, 
that is so awesome. Like I love that to death. Instead of this little poo poo gun, um, <laughs> that that to me is uh, you know where I would go as a collector because I just think that's larger than life. I, I think that's really cool. What so. do you expect me to do yeah. with this pea shooter? <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's right. Yeah, I, I will point out. You make a good point there with Hammerhead. With this toy line, we actually got the correct names. Oh, okay, figures. right. So he yeah. wasn't referred to as Hammerhead or Warus Face or Warus Man. He had a particular name and Nick? My mind is on. Yes, well done. Thank you very much, sir. <laughs> Impromptu quiz. <laughs> we actually had our own name for Ponda Bubba. Butt face. The package was long thrown away. It was just butt face. I think we had a butt for I a think face. We had butt chin. <laughs> butt chin. <laughs> but, um, I mean, then again, just triggered in my head is the other thing that happened around 95, 96, again, it's just marketing juggernaut that Star Wars. There was that's when the books started coming out. Yep. Yeah. And yes. That, Shadows of the Empire was nuts, but amazing. You know, I had the game, I had the book, I had the toys, I had all of the stuff. I got sucked right into it. Um, and yeah, but there was the, all these um, these Thrawn books that we're now having with the TV were starting to come out around here. Like that '90s, mid to late '90s stuff was just awesome. And mm. then we we had the special editions, and then we had it's like they planned it. Mm. Like, yeah. And then we had right. Phantom Menace, and then <laughs> there we go. It was just mm. we, we're gone. Well, <laughs> well what, what, one, were. one from one of those stories, I couldn't tell you which story it was, but. One of the novels I read, it was skyscrapers so high up in the air that people had forgotten what the ground looked like. Yep. Right? They were so, you know, like you don't Coruscant. go. Coruscant. Yeah, you <laughs> don't go below, you know, level 100 Correct. because that's yes. just, you know, the and, and that to my little, you know, young teenage mind blew me away. Like I just, I couldn't, fa- and that is storytelling at its finest in my opinion. I just love that and I even wrote, in my high school uh, story, you know, very much based on that, you know, this world where, uh, you know, skyscrapers touch the, the the stars, not just the clouds. They were so tall. It was, yeah. So Star Wars does have a lot of influence on me, even though I actually wasn't collecting the plastic toys. So There you go. Mm. What about you, Frank? What's your memories here? Um, I remember seeing these on the pegs. We're talking sort of late 90s. I finished school in 99, so I was at that wonderful age where I was very much not into toys because it's not the cool thing to be done as, as <laughs> someone who's, you know, uh, late high school sort of thing. Um, I remember them being everywhere, particularly, you know, when the episode one hit and, and I just have vision of this just rows of the, the, the Darth Maul card bag with the red and the black and just going, actually, they look kind of cool. And I got I got sucked in like a lot of people did went to the midnight screening of of uh, episode one and, and all that sort of stuff. How long did you line up for? Oh, a long time. Mm, yeah, was... I slept over to get tickets. Oh, really? Oh, wow. <laughs> Jeez. At Marion, I sat outside Crazy. with the, it was ridiculous. And then I waited. Yeah, I got tickets. Was one of the first dozen people to get tickets yeah. in Marion. And then I waited in the line because they weren't um, numbered seats. Yep, of course. Was, oh, yeah, you had to line, line up. up. Did, did, I took the day off. Yep. Yeah, I skipped uni that day, and yeah, lined up for twelve hours. <laughs> For a midnight screening, and then but, slept yes. through episode one. Yeah, and then no, and then I went the next day. Oh, because when I bought the tickets, I bought four yeah. sessions. Yep. Um. Yeah. So I went the next day, 
and yeah, ridiculous. But sorry, I've jumped straight. No, no, no. There, I, I mean, you're, you're you're the Star Wars guy here. What did you honestly think in that moment of Episode One when when you first screening it, the credits rolled? Yep. What was your gut reaction? I just saw a new Star Wars film. Yep. 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 It took me a few goes. I mean, the fourth time I saw it within a week, I was a bit tired. Mm. Uh, I mean, we, we might talk. We might get the chance to talk at the movies, but I've never. I, I don't go. I've, to me, a Star Wars movie is not shit. Mm. There's there's moments there that I love and tie into the lore and everything like that. And I can sit back and go, Jar Jar's has some challenges, mm. and certain things do. But to me, it's still just Star Wars. <laughs> So I'm yeah. I'm a unapologetic fan. So sure. if it's if it's still shit, I'll still love it. Um, even though I'll get you know left, right, and center. That I mean, mm. it was terrible. But mm. yeah, to me, it was like, oh my god, we just saw a new Star Wars. But that that yeah. sums cool. up the re. I went to the midnight screening. I I don't remember lining up or doing anything like that. I feel like my brother went, and I somehow tagged along with that and mm. got a ticket, so I didn't have to do any of the legwork. But <laughs> I went to all three midnight screenings for all films, but that is my exact reaction. Mm. It was just like, wow, I just saw Star Wars at a cinema. It's back and it was a spectacle. And, and the vibe yeah. in the cinema. Yeah. like There right. was no you way can't. you could yeah. hate no. it when yeah. the was, energy was in the room. Like, yeah. There was yep. cheering and applauding yep. and, you know, at the end. Yeah, that's then, why Davey didn't like it because of the cheering and the applauding. <laughs> 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 but, like, I – and, like, I, I recently went back and watched – uh, you know, episode one, two, three with my kids, and they love it. Like they, yeah, they yeah. love the film. Hundred percent. And I'll sit through like two. I find particularly the dialogue mm. really rough. You know, really rough. And and the chemistry between Christensen and Portman is not there. Like it, it's <laughs> it, there's moments in that film which we'd all acknowledge are kind of laughable. Yep. But there's some phenomenal. General Grievous film. is amazing. Oh. Like the, the villains in it are, whole, are amazing. Like Darth Maul, freaking uh, uh, right. you know, oh, top Darth notch. Yeah. And uh, General Grievous, I I thought he was the coolest character that this side of you know anything I've ever seen in my life. Like just yeah, you know, he comes out with two arms and then bang, they could turn into four. Right, and he's holding <laughs> four lightsabers. Like the, talk about a, a the coolest. Star Wars villain mm. that you can write down on paper yep. uh, without actually using the Force. I thought he was going to, you know, just about rule the galaxy right up to, you know, the end of Episode Three. So, mm. Mm. but yeah, so it's going back to the figures. Um, I again, sort of, uh, you talked about it, Nick being the right time for you. It was probably the the wrong time for me. That sensation of what you had about Star Wars is back, and I'm I'm twenty something. I've got all this disposable cash. That was me a few years later in 2003 when Turtles, Turtles come back. Yeah, it was yeah. that, so it's the exact same, 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 same yep. scenario. Yep. Um, but, yeah, from a Star Wars perspective, I knew – I know a guy who – actually, we all know him, Tristan. I knew Tristan uh, a long time before he sort of went into the collector space and his bedroom was wall-to-wall with these figures on the card. Just you couldn't tell the colour of the wall because he had them all up, you know, pegged on, on his wall and I was just like – Wow, that's amazing! And then you know, of course, by that stage, we, we everyone was aware of the uh, distinct non-value behind them and and all that sort of stuff. And um, yeah, look, seeing these figures in hand, I that the thing, I and mean, yes, they are obviously beefed up, but they're more 
more human proportions than the straight up and downness of, yeah. of the original stuff. Yeah. yeah. And so if I was going, you know, if I was inclined to collect them, that's probably where I would have would have gone at, at, at the time. So um, Scotty, Nick, somebody, surely there was like, I don't have any memories of this, but like play sets and, you know, creatures and that sort of stuff. Was there oh, a lot yeah. with this yep. line? The whole yeah. thing. Everything. Panthers. Everything was available. Wampers. There, there, was there was a massive Millennium Falcon, yep. like, um, yep. yeah, for that line. It was so they do, they do stuff that didn't feature in the original um, run? Like well, Shadows of the Empire was That a was big, the main uh, deviation. Yeah. And That's then there what, were a few yeah. vehicles that, yeah, didn't appear in the but film. This, yeah, but little side project ones, a bit like what they did originally yep. in the original ones with but the like, uh, mini rigs. But this, you know, this dirty stormtrooper with the, um, you know, the what do you call it, the pauldron, you know, thing, like that That wasn't in the, as far as I'm aware, you guys school me or, or not, but, you know, <laughs> like he that. wasn't in the original. Not the original version. Kenners. No. 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 So, no. I, so oh, these little edition, deviations. Uh, but he was were, in the film. He was in the film, yes, but he wasn't made a, a, into a toy. And and just the dirty look, like yeah. this, the weathered look Instead that Star Wars clean. was so yeah. well known for, uh, finally you can pick up this character, you know, yeah. on the pegs and things. And, um, yeah, I just – my brother had, you know, quite a few of these and I just thought they were so cool because for the first time ever in mm. a toy was actually dirty from – being yeah, it looked brand new, and you know, which yeah, is, yeah, which Star is Wars like theme. exactly it's a, it's a lived in yeah, world. Yeah, yeah, and I just, I just thought that was so, so unique and cool, and something I'd never seen before. You know, I, all my Transformers, He Man, everything, all of them were clean, crisp, um, beautiful colors, and then all of a sudden you're getting toys now with, uh, you know, a wash on them, and it's like, whoa, mm. haven't seen that before. That's really cool, really unique. He man never got dirty because he wouldn't get his hair out of place. <laughs> <laughs> his bulk. It was just too stiff to move. Yeah. Yeah. Like. <laughs> um, how hard is this? If you're someone for argument's sake coming in and going, right, Powers of the Force is my line. I'm not doing vintage. I'm not doing black series. How hard is this to come by, complete, collect? Pretty easy. It, it's out there. It's, it's pretty, pretty out yeah. there. Pretty, pretty, still pretty cheap. Shift it these days. Yeah, yeah, yeah. people. Are still I was just wondering how, like, I know there was all the jokes at the time, and and when the, you know the 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 market or whatever crashed with the to, you know reaction to episode one. Now it's obviously ninety nine is a long time ago. Now I was just wondering if tastes have evolved or changed in that time. But yeah. no, no, they still seem to be in the groups that I sort of follow. There's people are still trying to sell them, mm. and they're still trying to sell them for ten fifteen dollars each, and they're not getting anything for yeah, them. Yeah, wow. I mean, I've been tempted to go back again because I think it's quite an accessible line. It's quite a, it's quite a full line mm. and I also wanted something that was maybe my boys could just muck around, around with. with. Yeah. So don't touch my black series figures. <laughs> um, so, yeah, and but I wouldn't want to pay more than five bucks a figure for those sort of things. Yeah, that's like they're, they're, and And as just got your action there, it's, it's actually – I think you'd be able to get them all for about $5 each. If you, I'm, if I'm you sure if you were to go in for a bulk lot yep. of 60 figures, yep. you'd easily be able to get them at yep. $5 each. Yep. You know, Is Jordan carded or loose? No, carded, mate. Who carded. does that? Yep. Loose. How am I going to play with them if they're in the card? <laughs> no, no, no. Sorry, I'm just talking about <laughs> price. I don't know what you want to I'm get. I'm also teasing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so $5 loose. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. But I can't imagine they'd be worth much more carded. No, like not, not, not really. No, because yeah. because everyone was still. This is the other thing with yeah. this, which I puts drops the score when we get to it down a bit. Is that 
people kept them carded because they thought they were going to make yeah, a million dollars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everyone knew yeah. the original figures on card, even back in the 90s, was, you know, there was a gold mine there. Yep. And I was like, oh, look, this and that, et cetera. So, yeah, power of the force, keep them on the card. Oh, they're going to be, you're going to retire on them. And same with episode one, et cetera, et cetera. But, yeah, that we all know where that went. So, mm. yeah. But I think, if, you know, the mass production of them, because it was a movie year with the special editions mm. and the fact that they had uh, Shadows of the Empire, so that gave you even more reason to up the uh, production run mm. and therefore there's just so much out there yeah. uh, that it's quite exciting. And it was at a gold time of retail where you could b- go to any retail yeah, store right. and true. buy them yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, brand new. So only, only for a few dollars each, you mm-hmm. know, still pocket money. So, Do you mm. think retros will ever, they'll ever redo power in the same way you, we talked about? They the, are. Mandalorian in the 3.75? No. Would you? No, no I don't, don't think they'll touch you, it. Like the shape of. Yeah, I mean, you know, I don't think there's there's no, but, but no. they've done nods to the packaging, haven't yeah, sure. they? Yeah, yeah, they put yeah. Black Series in yes. those yes. original yes. cards. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, uh, tw- like anniversary years. They'll right. Do, they'll do yeah. that. Okay. Um, just to con you out of more money. Mm. <laughs> but <laughs> yeah, that, no, it'll be retro as far as they go, I think, in that sort of re- yeah. bring it back again. I'll try to be short, sharp, and shiny here with my story for Power of the Force 2. Uh, I'll touch on the cinema side of things. I went and saw the special editions at the cinema, midnight screening, so I brought tickets in advance and was ready to go and see that. Coincidentally, the day before that film was going to be scheduled to be released so I could go and watch it, I won pre-screening tickets. So on the Wednesday night it dropped out, the movie was released, I went and saw it at 830 pre-screen, mm. walked out of the cinema, got back into line and went straight back oh, into the nice. cinema for the midnight screening. Oh, yeah. Did you do a Homer Simpson and go, oh, my God. Yeah. That's how big of a geek nerd I was back then for Star Wars. So this toy line for me was the first entry point to being a collector. Yeah. This is what got yeah. me into Same. collecting yep. toys. Yep. yep. Uh, much like Nick said, I'm at home paying minimal rent. Uh, I've got my first job, which is John Martin. John Martin's. Yep. Yeah. You got it. And I'm up on the same floor as the toy department. Uh, and you never you stood can, a chance, did never, you? No, there was no hope, <laughs> honestly, honestly. Uh, I had access to all of the figures as they came out and – I'd buy a couple every paycheck, put some on lay-by, put the ships on lay-by, uh, just collected whatever came out. And then once I'd finished looking there, I could walk 400 metres down yeah. the mall to Toys R Us and the same amount of toys were on the shelves there for me to pick through and have a look. I was the variation hunter. That right. I had, I, I had worked You were out, the one. Yeah, that was me. <laughs> I had worked out that there were variations of each of these figures. So you do this sort of like on your own, just like. When when you're seeing them every day, I'm sure you'll be able to see the variations. It's also because you've got the ones now, but you want more. Mm. That's the thing. I've got got Luke, um, farm boy Luke with his lightsaber. Oh, there's another one I can get and there's more I can get and I just want to keep buying them. Mm. That's how I reckon it was. This one? That so one, sorry, any, any one of them going. will do. Okay. So what I worked out was that if you could read the barcodes and the information on the back Ooh. of these, what? you could work Yikes. out 
which version of the figure oh it was. Oh, my God. <laughs> so, my, I, my, I wish I the internet was around at that time. Here, yeah. this, this is like uh, an original release. Okay, this is a double yeah. zero figure. So you could then go back and have a look and find the zero one, the zero two, the zero three. <laughs> oh. And these were variations oh. oh. of the damn figures. This is where you'd find your Boba Fett with the circle yeah. on the hand, the half circle, the three stripes, the Wookiee pelts, whatever you wanted to find. Um, you are never allowed to give me crap about being a database <laughs> yeah, nerd right. ever again. That's what the yeah, end his of that database story. is in his head. <laughs> you should have seen his little book that he carried yeah. around with him. Little, little black book, yeah, <laughs> with his pencil. <laughs> Cross it off <laughs> behind, yeah. behind his ear. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. That's what I would do. Go through the go all all, all the pegs, and all, the, all the figures on the shelves, and I was looking at the barcodes on the back to wow. pick the figures out that I didn't have. <laughs> so good. Um, but I, my OCD is that the original figures came out with the red carded figures. Yes. Okay. And I collected everything that was available. Then they came out with the green carded. Yes. Okay. Mm. And I'm like, okay, that's cool. Mm. I can handle two different colors on my wall because I was hanging these much like my yeah. friend was. <laughs> I was hanging these up on the wall in my bedroom and – I collected all the green carded as well, including the variations. But then the next wave comes out and we've got suddenly lenticular stickers on yep. on the front because if you guys have a look at these, that is an actual shot from yes. the film yep. that yes. they've used for a, like a stock image yep. from the film on the front of the card. Lenticular stickers. I'm like, oh, man, that doesn't look right. I don't Ooh. like the look of that. I don't want to collect these. And then they did green with lenticular stickers. Then they did green with freeze frame freeze photos frame. Yep, in it. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. And the OCD in my brain is like, I can't handle having all these different looking packages hanging on my wall. You I want it all universal. I want yeah, it all the same. I'm the same. Yeah. I did not want to collect what was in my mind ugly looking packaging mm. that didn't fit, that didn't all work uh, and works. You know, on, on my wall, block of green, block of red. Wicked. I didn't want anything else. So for me, that was actually an easy out on collecting the line until Shadows of the Empire came out. Purple. Mm. Purple. <laughs> that looked wonderful. Nice. It's only a small yeah. collection. It's only six um, figures. Eight figures. And, and some vehicles and mm. books and yep. comic books yep. and <laughs> games. <laughs> <laughs> so I did collect all of those as well. But that was pretty much it. That's that's where I finished with, uh, and, with, with the line. And this is the, the interesting part, like, I get very nostalgic. It's funny because, like, I'm getting nostalgic now yeah, for a so line that it's is terrible. Is, it's, it's really bizarre. <laughs> I hate you guys. <laughs> <laughs> but I would, I would cap it as Scotty did. Yeah. Even in hindsight, I'd go red, green, purple, mm. and then probably the anything that ties up a vintage figure. Because, yeah. because you're really well known for the stopping yeah, collecting. That's right. It's my, <laughs> it's my superpower. <laughs> I'd buy them all <laughs> and I'd rip them all open. Yeah. yeah. Don't worry about the card colour. No. It, it deals yeah, with that problem. it's open. Yeah. It doesn't matter. Yeah. Lenticular so stickers. I probably wouldn't need spray. the variants though. I just need a rip of each one. So. Mm. All right. We're going to do a real Stop. quick score around the room. Ben? Yeah. I'm going to give this one 17 because I've got a lot more nostalgic ties to having playing with it. Uh, look, I'm going to go, as I said, I'd, other than I don't really have much ties to this, I'm going to go 12. I go fifteen. Um, I'm actually gonna give it a fourteen. It did rekindle the spark for me for Star Wars toys again. 
uh, lots of stuff, but the articulation, the looks, I think now just sort of affects me a bit. Um, so, and they're still around, which sort mm-hmm. of just hits me a little bit. Um, so, yeah, only a 14 for me. I'll say 15, and it's simply the, the fond memories of John Martins and finding mm-hmm. them on the shelves mm-hmm. in great volume and hanging on my bedroom wall and the look of disdain on my father's face. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Don't you like girls, Scott? <laughs> <laughs> Princess Leia yeah, in five yeah. different variations. Yeah. <laughs> well, guys, just before we move on, good news, um, we've just cracked over the hour mark, so we've just got Black Series to go. What could go wrong? <laughs> Well, here's the good news about Black Series. <laughs> There's over 300 figures to talk about. And I tell you what, I feel like when we went through Darren's collection, between the four we of had us, we had all of them. We, yeah. we've, we've handled every single one of those figures. Yeah. He went, and just on that, uh, obviously the late Steve Young, Darren's mm. best friend, was a massive, massive Star Wars fan, right? You know, he had a Star Wars-themed wedding. Yep. You know, your table was a planet. You're, you're sitting on, you know, it's not table 13. Yeah. You're sitting on Dagobah. You're sitting on Alderaan. You know, like, <laughs> that's so cool. And, and um, Alderaan's on the ground. Yeah. Yeah. And if I get this right, um, Helena's, no, no, I reckon it might have even been Steve's father. Steve's father got told he looked like Lando Calrissian. And so he actually studied him in the films and presented in character. Oh, the wow. As Lando. So anyway, this is, so, so when um, Steve had passed away before Black Series came out and Darren kind of collected it, and he loved Star Wars, he loved all pop culture, but it was his first collection of Star Wars yes. and he sort of did it as a tribute to Steve. Yes. It was sort of like his connection to Steve would have loved doing this and mm. And that, so he was all in on, you know, made a decision to go all in on Black Series, and he certainly did because we did find multiples of the entire collection. Oh, I yeah. Think. Yep. Now, for me, so I remember, Ben, you mentioned going to Toy World, getting Darth Maul. I remember going to that same Toy World, well, City Toy World, and seeing the first four figures there. Three were original trilogy figures. I think you could get, was it? It was an interesting uh, choice. It was Luke, 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 Luke Darth Maul. But it was, it was. X-wing um, pilot. Yes, 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 yep. correct. Yep. Darth Maul, R two D two, and and the um this version of the stormtrooper. Uh, yes, yes. yes. The, the pauldron, yep. yep. sand trooper. Oh, I'm wrong. R two D two, sand trooper, Darth Maul, and Luke Skywalker, and they were on X-wing. the yes. Yep. And, and I remember th- thinking like, oh, that's interesting. They've done you know classic toy move. Put out the not the pinnacle version. So don't put out Jedi Luke. Put mm. out you know one of the variants. Very cool variant. Put out the Sand Trooper rather than the mm. Stormtrooper, those sort of things. But I remember they were, they were $40 yep. each, probably which was yep. expensive, mm. probably a good investment at the time in hindsight. But I went in and I'm like, these are, these are, this is the bomb. Like, this is, yep. they look like the characters, look at the detail and all this. And so I just went in on Star Wars similarly to Darren, with the exception probably of a lot of, like I never got the Jabba's exclusive set where yep. it came with Salacious Crumb and, you know, I just get the regular job, job because it was hard. Some of those exclusives, to your point, were, were hard to get. Um, but there's there's this distinct point for me with Black Series where it started to become a bit of a chore, mm. and the figures they were putting out weren't of the best quality. So this to me was 
with the Force Awakens, and there was maybe not. I quite like the first wave of Force Awakens, and I thought the Ray looked quite good. But then it was the mid run when they had like Mars Kanata and mm-hmm. and some of these some of these you know less prominent figures, and the paint apps were really quite bad on the faces. Like yeah. some of the faces just looked, they were they were they'd gone backwards, mm. and I remember just trying to find them. Like I just had to collect them and I'd go and I was, I was, I finally found these figures, you know, they're $40 or whatever they were. And then a couple of weeks later, discounted. And then a couple of weeks later, reject shop. And I hadn't joined the dots because I was just so, I had my blinkers on. I had to collect. I just trying to find them. It was, it was difficult in Australia because they weren't all coming out. You couldn't it weren't easily to get in retail. We skip waves and things. Yeah. yeah. And then ten dollars clearance at cheapest chips. At reject store. Reject shop. Mm. Like great you know, and Nick got in on it and it mm. was great. But for someone who'd spent all this money chasing mm. them down, paying full price all the time, mm. it was it was a gut punch. And it made me rethink collecting more broadly. Because all of a sudden, if you hold out, maybe you can get these things quite cheaply. And it changed my perspective on this kind of like all-in mentality. Chitara. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know. <laughs> I, totally remember, yeah. I listened to that recently. Yeah. And you picked it up. I was like, yeah. sorry, man. <laughs> no, no. Before we get too deep into it, Couple of facts and oh, figures. Oh, sorry. Yeah, I've done it again too soon. <laughs> That's all right, man. You, you, you're super excited. I can tell the vibe. Uh, this line was announced in 2013 and we saw 13 figures and an exclusive released. Twenty And that was the orange line figures that came yes. out. Very desirable. The, the blue line hit shelves in 2014. 16 figures. We've got four exclusives and four deluxe figures. Then from 2015 yeah. to 2020... Mm-hmm. It got crazy. Oh, yeah. 112 figures were released and they came in that black and red packaging that most people would be yes, familiar, familiar with, with and associate yeah. with black series. Uh, and, and they started the number. This actually, they restarted the numbering at 01 for yeah. that first wave, which was like Ray Finn, Kylo Ren, and yep. maybe some generic Stormtrooper or something. But that, and that was a frustration because none yep. of the exclusives. Had the numbering. No. It was uh, oh, yeah. OCD. They, they, yeah. they, they'd heard about Scotty's ability to read barcodes. Yeah. It's like, ah, oh, <laughs> let's just rip the rip the label off. It doesn't matter. It's my OCD. <laughs> Fracking with my OCD. I mean, you talk about like, you know, I've, I've seen things, people have them up on a bookshelf and they spine yeah. out. That's one, two, I and, and yeah. I love uh, visually, I think it's cool to go one, two, three, four, yep. five, six. But then you, you get the, the special editions or your exclusives and you go, they don't. Fit they don't, I don't know where to put it. Like that would just drive you nuts. Yep. yep. The, the other thing is, is yeah, I didn't buy the Darth Vader in that box set because I already had a previous yeah. one in an exclusive right. in the on the the A New Hope card back one. Yeah. They did, and so I was not going to buy another one because exactly no. the same. So I had a gap in the numbers. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Because yep. I did the same thing. The red looked great as a background. Yep. But then it got crazy. But <laughs> sorry, continue. <laughs> Back to the details. So yep. 112 figures in that run of five years. It was backed up with a shitload of exec, uh, exclusives, multi-packs, you name it. If they could think of a way to yep. put a figure out, it was there. Mm. In 2020, we saw the mural boxes come through uh, and already 140 figures have been released. Yikes. 
Think about it. That's what three years mm. and 140 figures. What, what's the mural box? Is that the latest packaging? That's when they got, yeah, that's yeah, the, the, the current style of packaging. Yeah, with the, with the diagonal and the and yep. the picture on there. Which again, if you don't have them all or miss the exclusive, yeah. you don't you put them get, all. You, the you artwork them, makes yeah. a big mural. Oh, yeah, gotcha. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yep. and it doesn't if you don't have that figure that's missing <laughs> or it hasn't come out yet. Yeah. Of course, exclusives and deluxes of those have been released as well. And, of course, the Cash Cow of Star Wars has gone back to the retro style of mm. packaging and we've seen retro 64. figures, retro carded, Power of the Force 2 carded. Phantom Every Menace, yeah. Phantom Menace. You, you can imagine it. You've seen it. They've re-released And it. they also did the archive, which was a good way to get yeah. harder to find figures re-released again window box kind of style of packaging, but not blister pack stuff. Blister packs, yeah, yeah, but not retro. So yeah, there's it, it got out of control pretty quickly. Like it's still out of control. Yeah, it's, it's, <laughs> we're, we're well over three hundred and thirty figures to date and we Is are still <laughs> <laughs> uh all right, let's get around the room. Trent Well I think I summed up Mike. Look it's exciting. Black was exciting because they were in an era where you could do the detail and get yeah. the likeness and really get yep. the accuracy, which we, to be honest, probably hadn't had to that point in time. Power of the Force 2 got us a bit closer, but like we said, the physiques weren't quite right. So this was hugely exciting. As, as someone who hadn't really collected Star Wars, what you said, at 2013, this was the line I was collecting. I, I got fatigued. I'm fatigued by this line. I haven't collected it in a number of years. And when a vintage figure comes out, so that recently I think they, or last couple of years, they might have done like a Lando from from Jedi and like Luke and Leia from Jedi. Like, okay, I need to get those. And in the non-window box, I don't. I think they're dropping now, Bastila Shan and Darth Malak from Knights of the Old Republic. Yep. They yep. go with my Darth Revan. I'd, I'd love to get those too. Um, and then if I really love a character from the show, like the Ahsoka I really love, I'll maybe grab that. But I'm, I'm really fatigued by Black Series. It's hard to collect in Australia. It's expensive. And then it seems like Zing's got massive clearances on at the moment. So, again, this this sort of to just wait. I went in. I went into a Zing and I picked up two of the retro-carded Black Series figures from the Mandalorian done in that end credits style of packaging. So sort of like vintage style packaging for want of a better term, but it's it's got alternate. that sheen. It's got it. the sheen, yeah. right? Yeah. Ten bucks. Mm. Ten bucks carded. Like I got the armorer and I got um, grief cargo. Right. Ten bucks. So like just so frustrating to to go in and spend. And I, I was that guy that was paying full price, pre-ordering everything, getting it all where I could, and I'm just I just got burnt out by it. Totally, totally burnt out by it. So it's I think it's it's a it's a beautiful representation of the figures. Don't disagree. But I'm burnt. I'm they, burnt. They, they look wonderful. <laughs> they look they're, they're great. Yeah. But there is yeah. Too much is too much. Too much is too much. Yeah. yeah. Nick? Um I love them. Um, but they are Tell to me, me more, yeah, yeah. <laughs> to me, they are the representation of what I had as a kid in the size and quality and you know uh, articulation that I've wanted in a toy. Now, so 
the transfer from old vintage 70s and 80s ones to this is where the path is. Um, yeah, I'm a little worn out on them of sorts, but I've also narrowed my collection to just the regular releases and I don't pre-order. I don't pre-order anything, which we've heard, you know. Um, but I may, they are reasonably available on like the Amazons or something like that. I won't pay Zing because Zing has 20% markup on everything, so I just get them from Amazon. So they're, they're somewhat available. They feel like they're available, but if you're chasing them, the backlog, well, everyone's dumping them at the moment, but um, it might be a little harder. So there is the challenge of getting them. I, the exclusives and the variants and the Christmas ones and all that stuff to me is a waste of time. So I just avoid those. So by keeping in just those characters that are coming out, you know, every couple of waves, then I feel like it's okay. But, you know, that's this is my thing. This is, you know, to wear your masters or to your transformers or to uh, your turtles. This is my thing. So, yeah, I, I love them. I also get the helmets as well um i've got all the vehicles i've got like the tauntauns the mounts and all this sort of stuff that they come i don't have any lightsabers yet but i'm still trying not to get those <laughs> uh, even though they say black series across it um which would at least justify it if i went how is it black series um but it, again it really just comes down to being that's my toy that's the representation of what i love so that's the best one that's out there because i'm not going hot toys no. um yeah so yeah, <laughs> yeah that's that's my feeling about it nice yeah mm. Well, I, I never have never collected a three point seven five inch toy line. No, never collected Joe's. Never collect Star Wars. Blah blah blah. So when Black Series presented itself at retail, here's my first uh, entry point for Star Wars in six inch scale. So you know they, that complements my Necker toys, my uh, few Batman figures. Uh, you know Ninja Turtles, uh, the Master Universe. You know they're a lot stockier and things, but uh, it was cool to see you know my, um, the upgrade version of Star Wars at retail. So jumped in on Darth Maul and the um, Sand Trooper, which was awesome. And then I thought, oh yeah, I'll just get the Bounty Hunters and things. And I, I picked up the um, uh, speeder bike with the Scout Trooper on it. I thought that was really cool. And uh, and I just waited and waited, and I got about you know. Um, three or four in and there was no idea of when these guys were coming out or I think the one with the um, the wrap around his head. Uh, Dengar. Dengar. Yeah, he was like an exclusive or something. I'm yeah, like, this he was sucks. really hard. Uh, this, that really put me off and I'm like, no, nah, I just I, – I had them in a certain location that I, um, you know, space was getting to a premium and I just decided – I still had all the boxes and things so I repackaged them and um, moved them all on. And the only one I regret moving on was uh, Boba Fett, like because he's my boy. You know, I've always appreciated him. Uh, real, um, you know, passion for reading him in the those novels and stuff. And then uh, when um, we're packing up Darren's collection, I'm like, oh, I kind of want a Boba Fett, and because uh, I that was around the time when Mando was big. So I bought a Mandalorian figure and I was able to cherry pick a um, just a regular Boba Fett. So now I've got those two Mandalorian, um, you know, costumed characters in my collection and that's sort of a, my a tribute to Star Wars. Um, I, I, I do appreciate them but, uh, yeah, I just playing with Darren's collection, oh, my God. Like yeah. the, the amount of time just trying to work out what variation this was or – Oh no! Wait, that's got a blue stripe there. Mm -hmm. It's you know some exclusive and things, and 
just I, I'm burnt out just by trying to ID half of them, <laughs> uh, um, and just characters that I I couldn't even tell you what movie that came from. Not yep. not just like Hammerhead or and things, but human characters mm. that just who the hell is this person? You yep. know, um, so I was fatigued just by um, touching you know, the the figures and the mass quantity mm. uh, that uh, the collection is. But I'd love to see your collection all displayed properly and beautifully laid out and um, I think I think I could really appreciate that. But just, um, yeah, for me, it, it, yeah, it was a bit too much. So And just the price point. I mean, you only get like a gun or something. There's no alternate hands, no alternate yeah. heads. I just, I don't <clears> see the... Huge value for money. I think I, I understand. The licensing. I understand yeah. the licensing would cost a mint, but you know you uh, pair up them with another toy line that gives you alternate heads, yeah. you know, hands, accessories, guns, um, costumes, even. Uh, I just don't see the the value when you seventy dollars. Some of them are asking mm. for now. Uh, I don't know where the money's. You know, yeah. I yeah. think there is a lost opportunity for that for mm. just. I think they could even boost the, let's say, you know, the base price is $45. Mm. So if they boost it to 50 but added in an extra head yep, mm. or extra hands or or a builder figure yep, because yeah. they've got lots of big droids, all sorts of things, I reckon they actually could rekindle a bit of interest in mm. them at the moment. Mm. Uh, I think it is a lost opportunity, especially if you compare it to Marvel Legends. Sort yes, of yes. Yeah. Yep. So, yep, I think it's a very good point. Mm. Well, that was going to be one of my questions, how, like, you know, Black Series is, I think is generally agreed upon that it is on... A decline, and and you can. There's a lots of reasons for that, but how would you reinvigorate the brand as as someone who's still into it? Yeah, I think I think they could raise if they raise the price point to fifty. It would have to go along the lines of Marvel Legends with builder figures and different hands and and different heads or something like that. So not a huge amount of extra effort from them, as far as I understand the, how a toy's built. But um, I think also. I sort of ranted in the um, in Patreon uh, with the patrons about this one is just get rid of these variants, get rid of all the repaints because it actually it does drag you down mm. a bit. So you've got all these characters and you get so excited. There's a new wave with all these new characters and we've got all these TV shows and movies and everything that's happening. But then you'll make it Chrome or you'll make it into some sort of monster for Halloween or you'll mm. put the credit collection where I think they're they're not so bad. Figures, but they're exactly the same figure I've already bought with a different paint sheen because it's showing what happens in the Mandalorian at the you know at the end of the of the TV show. There's also I feel there's such a huge lean on the Mandalorian at the moment, and yeah. I, I think about it, you know, try and commercially, you know, um, you know, react commercial reality is that's what everyone's interested in. That's what people are going to pick off the shelf if they're going to randomly pick one. But it'd be good to go back at least and go, okay, we have eight figures per wave. Two or three have to be forced as in original figures or, you know, Mm. ones from the original trilogy or from the prequels or something like that. I think we only have from Attack of the Clones, even though it's probably down the end, like two or three figures from there. Oh, wow. There's not many from there. Is there many from Andor? Uh, and or starting. Okay. Yeah. They're right. coming they're in, out. They're, they're in the, come out. They're in the recent wave. Yep. yep. Um, but, yeah. I like, thought when you got a, fig- a line that's, you know, 300 odd deep. Yeah. That, you'd, well, like, that was a long time I'll ago. I'll give you an example. This is yeah. where it's, yep. Yeah. Anakin Skywalker from episode one. 
Can't get him. Yeah, they haven't. They haven't has done. not like, been released. It's a pretty big character. But is that uh, licensing for face? Um, or I suppose that's they all they signed up in the. They did deep. him for. Jake Lloyd. Yeah, he's been actually. Oh, he was recently Jake released Lloyd, out in the vintage yeah. line. Where he's out in the vintage. Yeah, lines. yeah. I suppose I so. you're on Star Wars. You sign your license yeah, you away. Yeah, full yeah. stop. Yeah. There's yeah. no. There's no question. If, yeah. yeah. But that is a great point. Is where is Anakin from Episode One? Right. Never been done. Just nut. Yeah. Two pack with Saboba. <laughs> or half of Darth yeah. Maul. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Half of Darth Maul. <laughs> but they, they, I mean, that's There's right. your builder figure right there. <laughs> Prequels have huge gaps. Like if you yeah. even just think the Geonosians, right? Like no. there's, no, there's nothing. And, and no. I feel like now is probably a, big a part good of that time. Movie. Like, yeah. you know, uh, the it's easy to, to look back and, and poo-poo those uh, episodes one, two, three. But I feel like that's come full circle now. Like, and the reaction, the the thing that brought that home to me was when Hayden Christensen went out, and there was yep. a couple of celebrations ago, I believe, came out on stage, and the crowd went bananas. Now, yep. from his perspective, he would have been super nervous doing that. You know, he's probably heard all the jokes, seen all the memes, and all that sort of stuff. But to being welcomed home in that regard, and then of course, you know, filmed Kenobi and all that sort of stuff. I think people look back on it now with a, a certain, you know, rose-tinted glasses and would love to get well, figures. Can, can, you, can you imagine if you're 10 and yeah, your exactly introduction was, was episode one That's it. There's and all... now you're 30 and, you've, and got... you've got a chance to see Hayden Christensen, like your yeah. idol, your, you know, yeah. that, that is your, you know, your thing. You grew up with him. He was my star. Yeah. Except when and... you find out he becomes a child killer and <laughs> a guy in a black mask. Oh. But, yeah, that's I'm, what happened I'm, to my son at the moment. So. <laughs> yeah. He loves Anakin. Yeah, <laughs> I just I just think there, there's um there's that whole generation that have grown up with those movies yeah. that they haven't known you know the deeper cuts that we do the the original trilogy per se yeah. and they have a a huge nod and and mad respect to Jaja the uh, voice actor yeah. from Jaja came Binks back coming yeah. that, that was so cool. that was uh, a wicked nod I thought and um, a great way to bring him back and. Give him, you know, the shine the light on yep. his character that yep. he deserves. So. 100%. Mm. Mm. so anyway, taking it back to the actual toys, uh, we're talking Black Series. Um, yeah, 2013, by that stage, um, I was back into toys. And I, and to your point, Nick, that's these was like, that's what Luke Skywalker should look like. Yeah. That's a Darth yeah. Vader I can get behind. But by that stage, I was deep into Turtles. I was deep into Transformers. And, you know, was getting back slowly, collecting sort of uh, 2013. That's not the – when was the Masters reboot? That was 2008. Eight. Oh, two? Yeah, 2002 two. Masters, Eight. yeah. Um, so, yeah, so I was sort of – and I was still picking up vintage stuff and I looked at it and just went, cool, but I need to stop somewhere. Like I, I had a room that was half the size of this current one um, – and in hindsight, I'm kind of glad that I did knowing, seeing how far out it's it, it spun and stuff because I, I would have been a bit like you, Nick, those, the numbers, I need to have all the numbers otherwise yeah. that, that's going to hurt me. So, um, yeah, one of these lines I've, I've admired from afar and then, as you said, Ben going through Darren's collection was just sort of like, oh, I feel like for a moment in time we had the line because it was all it was all we there. had five lines. Yeah, <laughs> five copies. I've all. never seen so many. And luckily, uh, these boxes are pretty. Oh, they standard. pack so well. They pack well. Yeah. You yeah. can fit a lot in a big box. Yep. 
and you know we had all the boxes here in in the garage at my place, and you you could go. And I think we tried to separate it at one point and just go, all right, if it's Masters, it goes on this side of the garage. If it's Star Wars, it goes on that side. And the Star Wars and Masters pile were neck and neck for a while yeah. there. Just, you know, we all know Darren loves his Masters, but that Star Wars line, he went massive. Yeah. We actually went to the extent of sorting them into their numbers. Oh, you like sequentially? Yeah, that was my OCD. (laughs) I was actually stacking them into the boxes in their sequential In the number order. Yeah, that was – and you – How many of that – what was the one we had that was like the – yeah, the, I know which the, one is. The, the flame <laughs> no, trooper? It was the first order snow trooper, wasn't it? Yeah, I yeah, reckon it was. Right. 22 yep. of them, I think. Correct. That's right. Yep. I, yeah, I went through there and I was like, okay, what sort of armies do I want to build? <laughs> you could probably built. do those snow troopers, yeah. but yeah, no, <laughs> decided against it. But yeah, that was um, that one was very much the peg warmer, I think, because yep. it was quite obscure. But yeah, mm. Darren did like that figure. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, for me, Black Series, I knew it existed. I first encountered it at the reject shop. I brought a couple of figures for my nephews for the for Christmas, you know, stocking stuffers. That's mm-hmm. what it was. Uh, but I didn't really appreciate the extent of the line, how big it was until we started on Darren's collection. Yeah, right. And I... An enormous collection as it was that we worked its way through, but it was like a significant percentage of what we went through. Mm. And looking back, I'm in awe of how much content they had put out and how much time and effort he had dedicated towards collecting something he loved so, so very much. Uh, I don't collect this series myself. I have zero interest in collecting it. There's no nostalgia value there. For me, but I do appreciate the, the the hooks that it gets into a into a nick and it will not <laughs> let itself go. Yeah. All right, should we do scores? Yes, Benjamin. <laughs> me first again. Uh, all right, uh, I'm going to give this. Uh, okay, <laughs> I, I'm going to give this uh, sixteen. Yep. You're very generous of your scores. Uh, I, it's a it's a pretty cool line. It is. Yeah. Mm. yeah look, face I, real and stuff. Yeah. You know, you got to give that credit. Yeah, look, I think if this had hit at a, a different time for me, sort of, you know, before um, Transformers sort of arced up again in, well, I got back into Transformers around 2008, I think. So, um, yeah, look, it's, I I miss collecting it by that much. Yeah. And, yeah, yeah so I'm going to go 17. It's very cool. Yeah, I think it's a great line. It does amazing things and because of the volume, when it does make mistakes, you know, they do add up sort of over time. And obviously the the distribution, the overproduction, that, the, you know, that has impacted it, right? But take that away, look at how many good well, quality done. figures we've yeah. got. Like you, you're a fan of pretty much anything you can get it, right? Um, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take a few points off. I think it's a fantastic line. I think they've done amazing things with it. I'm going to take a few points off for the kind of some of the issues that the lines run into, which I think could have been handled better by Hasbro, mm. and the the exclusivity of stuff. And then them really, you know, they know what we're like as collectors and they're not they're not playing nice, I don't think. I yep. think <laughs> and then you add another layer for us being in Australia. So I'm gonna give it a sixteen. Mm. 
I'll give it an 18. So I can't give it a 19 because similar to what you're saying, Trent, is it does lose an extra one for these variants and the repaints and the things that seem to be the fillers of when I'm so keen to get a new Wave and I will buy all eight figures from the Wave if they're new figures. But all of these other ones that keep coming out just to obviously reuse moulds and, and that sort of stuff and there's always someone out there who's going to collect them but they're not for me. So I do have to drop that point. But this is my toy yeah, collection. line, yeah. You know, the helmets, the vehicles that come out, you know, we've got 11 movies, two cartoons, four TV shows. They support those. We get figures for those. We get the representations of those. They're great. Um, and, yeah, if they could just focusing on releasing better waves, I think, even if they reduced it to four waves a year or something. So yep. we knew what it was going to be, four waves a year, eight figures, and then maybe just, you know, a certain amount that aren't to do with what's currently out. I think they might actually really boost the fan base a bit more and, mm. you know, let's throw in a builder figure. Why not? Yeah. Yep. Nick, what's the top two figures missing from your collection that they haven't released? Like picking my favourite child. <laughs> that they haven't released. They haven't oh, released. Oh, sorry. Haven't they haven't released. released. Um. So when, I, when Hasbro listens back to this episode, yeah, you know? <laughs> oh, I, I think make this. I yeah. think the fundamental one again, as as Trent mentioned, was Anakin Skywalker yes, in episode yes, one. Good call. I yes. reckon that's just a critical one that yep. needs to be released. Um, I'm sort of I'm getting a little bit of influence from what we have on the table here with um, all these figures, but there's a lot in there's a lot of aliens from Return of the Jedi and from. Um, and from A New Hope yeah, um, from the cantina. So they would be a lot of um, – would be great there. But I do think probably because they're doing the face real and the better improved figures, I know they won't do it, but although they keep saying they won't, but they might, um, is the Leia uh, from Return of the Jedi as the hut killer, as they call it. I'd like yes. to see that ah, released. Yeah. Yep. I got that, luckily, but I would like to see it released properly in the new ones and, and face tech and all that sort of stuff because I think it's a it's such a strong figure – She's a strong character and I think they should really use that to sort of push, mm. you know, a bit of a message out there with the Return of the Jedi stuff that's coming out. So, yeah, mm. that's um, that's a very quick thought. No, yeah. that's good. I like that. I like that. I'll put something up. Yeah, no, I like that because uh, with, with such a, a huge line, I think it's interesting to hear what's missing from it, you know, rather yeah. than what your favourite is because mm. some it, that can be sometimes That's harder. Hard. You, you, you could yeah. probably go through the back of this um, Return of the Jedi mm. B-Wing pilot and pick out half a dozen ones and I would think even you'd probably, you know, an Amanda Man or, or something like that from the final 17, like an Anakin ghost or something like that would be cool as well. So there's, mm. there is some, there's all sorts of stuff. Now that my mind's ticking, I probably yeah. won't stop. No, all good, man. All good. Sleep now. <laughs> cool. Keep cool. texting him. Scotty, the <laughs> uh, I'm going to say 15. I can appreciate the line for what it is, and it's ambitious in, in what it's trying to do. But uh, at, at 300 plus figures, as you guys have just discussed, way too many holes in in the line. Uh, as you guys are talking, I'm thinking to myself in the background, um, blue snaggletooth. Like, yeah. why haven't they released that? Like, that should be even anything. a short variant for you know a con or something. Yep, would anything. be cool, yeah, yeah. or vice versa, whatever the whatever the variation but is. You can't even get Snaggletooth. Yeah, you I know, but like, but but give give the if 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 the regular one is short, yeah. give the a tall one as a con exclusive yep. for mm, yep. whatever celebrations or whatever. At, at this point in time, three hundred plus figures. If it was in a film, mm. 
uh, it definitely should be a figure by now. Yeah. And yeah, we should see point. an improved version yep. of that figure released by now. Um, Shadows of the Empire, I'm going to assume they haven't touched anything. I, I think they can't they touch that. That's I'd, yeah. not canon anymore. Yeah, I think, mm. that, I think that's, uh, you know. Yeah, but there's plenty of stuff that's not canon in the run as well. Yeah. Well, they've got, they got their gaming greats. Yeah, gaming greats. Well, they're doing comics, like, yeah. 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 yeah, they've got, that's another cheat code for uh, repaints. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, look, in, in my honest opinion, it's a 15. I think the line has, as it stands, jumped the shark, that mm. they need to seriously reinvent the line or just snap, done, thank you very much, it's all over. Reinvent, Scotty. <laughs> Reinvent? Yeah. Renumber? Well, back to, back, back to Frank's yeah. thing, give it to another licensee, give it to, you know, instead of Hasbro, mm. ha- maybe yeah. have had it for too long, yep. give They're it to another um, property, uh, give it to Super another company. Seven Ultimates. Oh, no, nah, they're bloody. <laughs> they'll take, take you, too long. Take man. you 45 years yeah. to get all the characters. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I just did think of another one a gonk droid. Oh, yes. Ooh. That's what we need. There you go. Yep. <laughs> the gonk action. Yep. Some scores. Tally them up. All right. For a total of 73, we have Power of the Force 2 from the 90s. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yep. With a score of 82. It is the Black Series, okay. and our winner by two points on Ooh. 84 points Oof. is the the vintage Kenner awesome, awesome toy awesome, line awesome. from my childhood. Scotty added an extra three points yeah. to that. So. <laughs> I went 19. <laughs> Very good. Well, that's Excellent. it. We're, we're introspected to some degree on Star Wars. We, we've scraped well, the we could, surface. Well, I think we have to come back at some point. And talk the new movies in a bit more detail. Mm, I think yeah. maybe when we got a bit more news on those, because that is very exciting. Yep. I'm I am super excited about the new movies. I must admit that Ahsoka, that that could be I, my favorite. I, I show. think I think you know if anything of the modern Star Wars things, Grogu has had a massive effect on mm. bringing new uh, fans yeah. to the uh, you know the franchise because my wife has been very anti Star Wars. For so long, because my brother said, "Oh, you have to. It's one of the best films you yeah. will ever see." You know, like ever since he, um, they first met, he's been drilling that down into her, and she's like, "Nah, I'm not going to yeah. see them just out of spite." <laughs> and 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 look, I'll be honest, it annoys me to a certain extent because she pours a little of that bit of spite onto my girls, so therefore they, you know, <laughs> develop a bit of that. Um, so anyway, like, so in my household, it's not. You know, Star Wars is not very high up in the must-watch thing, Yoda. but it, but Baby Yoda like mm. changed all that. And Ahsoka, being you know a, a predominantly female house, anything with a female um, you know driven uh, lead, uh, yeah. lead and powerful character is always more accepted than you know a, a whole male role. And uh, I think you know Ahsoka and things is going to help yeah. that you know generations like my girls to get in you know behind um, female leads and go yeah. from there. So I, I I've you know big win I think for um, that scenario for the moving forward with the Star Wars you know franchise. It certainly uh, made a dollar or two for the, for the Star <laughs> Wars franchise <laughs> to introduce a whole bunch of new fans. It's yeah. a, a great way to reinvigorate what really is. Somewhat a bit of a, a a tired toy line, to be honest. Yep. Well, we were asked by one of our Patreons about uh, Mount Rushmore of toys, and I think 
Grogu was yeah. one of the shout outs mm, for yep, like a modern sure. face, yep. Of, yep. Uh, face of, of, modern of toys. toys yeah. yeah. Hey, look, speaking of our patrons, we need to give a shout out quickly to our brand new Patreon, Mr. Brendan Day. He's recently joined uh, the collective and told us a little bit about himself. So, mate, thank you very much for uh, becoming uh, part of the fam. It is much appreciated. Welcome on board. Yep. Welcome mm. to the crazy house. <laughs> um, thank, thanks to everyone for tuning in to another episode of Toy Power. And to all our patrons, thank you for your ongoing support and chatter on the Discord. We greatly appreciate it. Take care, stay safe, and we will see you around the toy aisles. And may the force be with you. Ooh. And until next time, good journey. You can find the Toy Power team at all the usual online places. Facebook.com slash Toy Power Podcast. At Toy Power Podcast on both Twitter and Instagram. Or have your say and email us. Podcast at gmail.com Subscribe to the show on both iTunes and Stitcher and please leave us a review. Otherwise, we just assume we're awesome. <laughs>